So hello and welcome to this week's instalment of Nucleus Instant Insights. Uh, and so we put this together in addendum to our larger uh, podcast and, and webinar series. And this week we looked at stocks and bonds. And for those that are wondering uh, what, what a bond is, feel free to check out uh, one of our previous ones where we looked at them in, in much greater detail. I'm joined today by Nucleus Wealth's Head of Investments, Damien Classen. G'day, Damien. Hi, Tim. And so what we're going to do is just spend the next 10 minutes uh, running through uh, a little bit of, a, I guess, a, a shortened version and an update. Of, of what we've just uh, gone through in the in the larger one. So feel free if there's any uh, component that you wanted to check out in further detail to head on over and uh, have a listen to one. It goes for about 50 minutes. Okay, fantastic. So uh, we're going to be looking at stocks and bonds and then running through a couple of cases. So one where um, it, it's a good idea or these if this scenario plays out, then it's a good idea to hold more stocks than bonds. Mm. And conversely, then looking back at um, the opposite. So if these the other scenario, if the scenarios go the other way, it's better to hold uh, more bonds than stocks stocks in your in your portfolio. We'll then roll through some other cases and quickly through some investment implications. Um, but first, we'll have a quick look at stocks and bonds. And uh, we've got a quick chart up there uh, from year to date, ending to the end of last year, and also over the last three years of uh, some various asset classes and how they've gone. What do you think there, Damien? Yeah. So, so the key just for this whole stocks versus bonds argument is to remember that um, a, a sort of a traditional, what, what people call a sort of rule of thumb portfolio for a balanced investor is to hold about 60, 65% uh, stocks and, and 30, and, and sorry, 35 to 40% bonds okay. in your portfolio. So you sort of, you get this um, this part where the bonds provide you a bit of stability and sort of a, a, um, a more of a fixed income and a, a, a stable return and the, and the stocks give you more of the growth because over the longer term the stocks do very much tend to outperform the bonds mm-hmm. and so within your portfolio you want a bit of both the issue is over shorter periods of time you can find that the bonds actually although it will, will significantly outperform the stocks and and, um, and and vice versa and the question for for asset allocation is trying to um, you know, you, not to go 100% either way, but certainly to lean into some of these and to say, well, if stocks are a bit expensive and there's a few issues, then I'll have a little bit less stocks and I'll have a little bit more bonds. And then when the stocks fall, uh, you tend you, you then have this war chest of of, stock, of bonds and cash to then go and go and buy more stocks at a cheaper rate. Okay, fantastic. And so, uh, and we've seen that over the last couple of years, we've seen. Uh, so this is just we've got a chart up there just ranking the. Uh, the various assets and so at the top we can see uh australian bonds were the best performer for last year and, and actually the best performer over three years as well so um that's been that's been the case uh it you won't expect that to go on for forever mm-hmm. having said that we've got a a, a an expectation that we're going to see more in terms of bonds that the bonds will continue to be a good performer and that stocks generally are, have got some issues um, so the top three assets over the last year, Australian bonds, world developed market shares, and then cash. Uh, and this is all in Aussie dollar terms. And so, um, and that was largely what we were pushing in our portfolios. And we're actually pushing something relatively similar for this uh, for this year. Having said that, there was a bit of a tale of two halves. So you, you've, you saw that those world developed market shares really took off and, and gave great performance for the first sort of three quarters of the year before falling away very sharply at the end of the year. Uh, Aussie shares towards the bottom of performance, and we're expecting that to be uh, to be continued. Uh, the fundamentals in Australia are certainly looking worse than, than offshore, but um, you know, we've we've sort of put together a couple of cases where you could see uh, over the next few slides. We're saying, okay, well, if if I did want to have a positive view on stocks, mm-hmm. what would 
what would need to happen and you need to tick off a, a number of these uh, things you, you don't need everything but you'd certainly need to tick off for a number of these events and then uh, or vice versa to get the, the second cases when you you, you want to look at um, what's going to cause bonds to outperform stocks okay sure so we've jumped into case number one here yeah uh, where the essentially yeah as you mentioned the the idea is if the, all of these come true or some of them come true mm. then this is where holding stocks over bonds is going to uh, to benefit you and the, and the portfolio yep and the two the two big ones number one and number four on there um, central banks reversing their course and, and spending more on, on quantitative easing and, and lowering interest rates mm-hmm. uh, is, is, is the key one the second one is the fiscal stimulus in in US and China if you saw in the US um, you know a big say trillion dollar infrastructure package get up um, and China getting out and spending more money on on their infrastructure and and trying to to drive they've got in China growth is falling away quite quickly mm-hmm. if, if they got out there and, and and pushed more debt into the system to to drive growth um, you would see you know stocks uh, react quite well to that scenario okay uh, in terms of a quick resolution to US trade um, in uh, some of the some of the more short-term ones there's we've got three effects which are more the absence of a negative rather than rather than being a, a particularly big positive and that's sort of getting some quick resolution to the US China trade issues um, we suspect a quick resolution wouldn't be a good resolution but but you know if you want more on that go into the, the full uh, podcast there's uh, Brexit getting delayed or sent back to referendum and the US government shutdown being resolved quickly. Um, all of those have their own issues, but um, if you saw, uh, but, but those are three sort of potential negatives that if you don't have those negatives, that will help, but yep. they're not sort of massive positives in their, in their own right. Okay, sure. And then just uh, looking now more locally in, on Australian soil. Yeah, so, so if you look then, uh, Australia versus, so, so that's a global event. Australia then will be, uh, Australian stocks will then sort of be tied to that global event, but mm. then they might be a little bit over, a little bit under, depending upon what, what happens in Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most positive sort of outlook in, in Australia, it, it would be that if you, if you thought the housing market was bottoming and investment demand would return, and then you'd need a number of dominoes to fall, in our view, for that to happen. Um, but uh, and, and we don't think that's that likely. But um, if you did see that happen, that would be very good for Australian stocks. Uh, if you did see that big Chinese stimulus, that would probably help commodity prices, which would help a whole bunch of stocks in Australia and, and government revenues and things like that. Mm-hmm. And you could see these tax cuts from elections sort of getting through and spurring economic growth. On the second, uh, sorry, on the on the flip side, where if you're saying what would what would cause you to get out and buy bonds and what bonds uh, and bonds going up. And, and and keep your weights low or, or reduce your weights if you if you haven't already mm-hmm. in in terms of uh, stocks is uh, seeing that central banks are sort of too hawkish and, and affecting demand and that was that was what a lot of that fallback in the U.S. market was late last year was concerned that the central bank is too hawkish. Uh, if you do continue to see um, no resolution in U.S. Chinese trade or you see increased tariffs, uh, if you see U.S. government dragging on, uh, government shutdown dragging on and 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 you start to see effects on the real economy there. Mm-hmm. Uh, a hard Brexit would would uh, so that's uh, the Britain leaving the EU in the, without a uh, without a deal. That would be um, the the amount of uncertainty would cause issues for for stocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't see that fiscal stimulus in US and China, and there's, there's lots of reasons as to why that might happen. Again, to jump into the full one for for those, and then um, China has this massive. The final one that China has this massive debt burden, uh, which. Is not imminently an issue, um, but it, but it might be. There's sort of a they, they call it might go into its Minsky moment where um, the issue is that uh, you know it's too big, you know what they're doing is unsustainable, 
you don't know when it's going to finish. It might last for years longer, or it might finish tomorrow. And so we're sort of of the view that's that's the least likely issue uh, in the next uh, sort of the next twelve months. Mm. But it would have the biggest effect, yep. and, and it is potentially a, a, a negative. Okay, sure thing. And then uh, looking now in the Australia, Aussie, yeah, the Aussie market. Unfortunately, most of these just look like glide path ones. They don't look like um, like you don't need to come up with a, a more negative scenario than than the house price keeps going. The house prices keep going the way they're going, mm-hmm. and you start seeing more debt. Uh, issues. Um, you see growth problems in China and commodity prices falling. Uh, you see ca- companies delaying capex due to the elections that are coming up. And um, and the RBA, the Reserve Bank of Australia, has been very much on the path, telling everyone that interest rate, the next movement in interest rates, is going to be up. Uh, we think they're wrong, and that's certainly been the case for the last two or three years. Is is they have been wrong, and and um, they've been way too optimistic. And we we think that's going to continue. And and this year is going to be the year where they 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 relent. Yep. Um, and, and go the other way. Which, of course, then helps bond prices because current bonds that are priced, and we can hear more about this in our other uh, podcasts, but we'll, just we'll benefit from we'll that. benefit, so it pays yeah. to, to hold bonds in that scenario. Yeah, and the last one is the, the stock markets. You know, the Australian stock market versus world markets is very much overvalued. The growth looks worse, uh, and the um, yeah, growth looks worse, and it's got uh, lower, and it's got it's more expensive. Okay, sure thing. Um, just finally, then the investment implications. Yeah, so then. Um, yeah, so that, so in terms of investment implications for us is very much keeping your uh, keeping your overweight bonds uh, underweight stocks, or or if you if you're not already there, moving to, moving to that position. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of Australia versus international, we're still more positive on international, but it's more of a factor of where we're very negative on Aussie stocks, and so that sort of like what you know weights out here. If we've got a an underweight in we've got an underweight shares position but we're mm. extremely underweight um aussie shares then then the default is sort of the rest of it ends up being in international shares okay all right fantastic and for more information or if any of that pick your interest head over to the larger stocks and bonds uh, podcast or webinar available on youtube and spotify uh, and and itunes of course and uh, we'll look forward to catching you at the next one cheers